What's up, everybody? This is Keeks from Here's the Podcast. Here you happy now. Welcome to episode 88. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it so much. Apologies for the delay in releasing this episode. Our goal was to get this out on Wednesday, as you may have seen on our video on our Instagram, uh, or as you're about to hear in our introduction. We got very overconfident, very cocky about the fact that we had not just lost uh, huge bunches of audio through uh, anonymous garage band errors in what seemed like years. Um, and of course, we jinxed ourselves, blog curse, pod curse, whatever you want to call it. We then lost all the audio. We had to re-edit, so this is a day late. Sorry for that. That being said, this is a really fun episode. We're really excited to share it with you. The meat and potatoes of this episode are just in my brains of the week. We've got two going this week. Very childhood-centered, very random, very fun. Uh, we're talking easiest foods to completely ruin by fucking them up. And then we're talking, we're ranking the most dangerous playground equipment from our childhood. So without further ado, here's the episode. We hope you guys enjoy. What's up? It's Nick. It's Keys. It's Here's the Podcast. You're happy now. Your favorite podcast about everything and nothing. Welcome to episode 88. I had a really good intro last time. Nick wasn't recording. We're doing it twice. I feel pretty good. It was so nice. We had, to, well, not nice. We had to do it twice. Nick, you learn your lesson. Yeah, screwed that up big time. We stumbled and bumbled. 88 episodes in. We're figuring out how to record. We're making sure. Well, I feel like we finally hit our stride. We're 88 episodes in. We pretty consistently do the Zoom right the right way. We're pretty consistently record. We pretty consistently don't lose. There was a whole time for this podcast. We were just losing episodes worth of audio for a reason we could not figure out. And it would just happen all the time. We just, hey, we just lose. We just would lose footage. And it was just like my computer was overheating or too much was going on heartbreaking we lost really good interviews and stuff because we were not able to be functioning podcast hosts the worst that's happened so far is i've had to like re-edit an episode once so yeah that's knock on wood big knock on wood knock get on mic. wood get that mic get that reverb you, you think you think we would I, I would have figured it out it, it's it's really a there's three things to uh to check it's, well, like it's, it's a three-step checklist it I is. Can't get the, that the, the tough thing is that you i feel like you have more jobs like as the podcast, all of your jobs happen at once. And if you fuck up one of those jobs, everybody knows because the whole thing is ruined. <laughs> Whereas I have jobs that take more time, but I also have enough time to like, I'm usually fixing problems. Like that's usually my job. You're, I create you're the problems. job where you create the problems. <laughs> you have to, you have There's either no problem or I create a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited potential to create problems. That's fair. <laughs> that's, and that's honestly, we changed up the intro to give you a little bit more power. But really, you've had just an absurd amount of power this entire time. <laughs> I could just stop recording whenever you I just, want. Right? I, we're Many times I do it without wanting to. I just don't. <laughs> I just do. I just stop or forget. In and... hindsight, the fact that we got any evidence of the second half of the Thanksgiving bracket is a miracle. Yeah, wow. It's a miracle. That was, a, that was close. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode 88, guys. Favorite bear wearing 88. I mean, I hate every bear that exists except for Mitch Trubisky. You know, I always love him wherever he is. I would say Desmond Clark. That's kind of a, an old school 88. You know, an uh, unbelievable amount of Bears numbers. I mean, I've just, when you root for teams that are not very good, you pay, you, there's very little to pay attention to other than who's wearing what jersey. That's the, that's the bright side. You I know? guess that's fair. Desmond Clark was like a very solid tight end. Like I would say average to slightly above. I, he had some good years. I'm going to give him a little credit. He was like an above average tight end who could block a little. Broke his arm. His arm was broken the one game I saw in like 2010. But anyway, talking it's about sports, here we, nor there. we had a really sad sports episode this last week. We will not repeat that. I will say, I think I want to thank everyone who checked in on me. I did have several listeners check in on me. Um, uh, my favorite of all 
uh, was Jody Husky sent me a text at the halfway through the Bears, the Bears Lions game that just said, Hey, they look way better today, man, which is just such a like pat on the back, like huge shout out to Jody Husky. Yeah, it was such, it was such like a, Hey man, like don't be so hard on yourself next time. Like there's still hope. Um, which I really appreciate from Jody Husky. It made me laugh. It put a smile. Anything that puts a smile on my face these days is, is welcome to me. And I would expect nothing less from the type of person that Jody Husky is. Of course, the Bears then proceeded to absolutely blow it in the second half and lose in just heartbreaking fashion. So I feel like we're pretty back on, we're back on brand, uh, which would have been, it would have been really uh, uncharacteristic to go into a Monday feeling good about anything. So let's keep it going. Why change now? We've lost six in a row. Let's just, let's just lose out. You might as well get the draft pick. Hopefully. Hopefully. A lot of teams have won less than five games, unfortunately. That's true. (laughs) The number of teams out there. Um, We did talk about uh, Jake Paul beating Nate Robinson, another huge bummer about last week. Um, I feel like I had an extra thing to say about that that I just completely forgot because I didn't write it down. Um, Obviously, we have to talk about the fact that now there's this rumor that Jake Paul, is it rumor? Is it more than a rumor that Jake Paul is going to fight uh, Floyd Mayweather? um nick your first reactions i stand behind my initial reaction about my prediction for the for the uh, nate robinson fight i think jake paul is gonna get destroyed floyd mayweather is one of the greatest boxers of all time you know like this guy's had three fights yeah he looks fine he looks good And, and that said i know conor mcgregor did pretty like you know did better than expected and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is not like an aggressive knockout fighter, but I mean, he is undefeated. I don't know. It's like saying I'm going to throw like a football line, you know, a football linebacker in against Muhammad Ali. You'd be like, yeah, I mean, not even a football linebacker. You'd be like, I'm going to put a college football player in against Muhammad Ali. You'd be like, I'm not going to do that because this guy's the greatest of all time. I just, I think it, I mean, Floyd Mayweather is old, so I guess that's going to be part of it, but I really don't see a world where Jake Paul doesn't get his ass handed to him yeah i mean i think you're definitely you're you're you should be right you should should be be right right. i've got i've got three thoughts on this one the thing well i don't know if i've got three by the logic of like jake paul to nate robinson like floyd mayweather should beat jake paul like what we learned from floyd like from paul versus robinson was like the more experienced guy who's like had more boxing experience and trains more for boxing. And like, that's what he does. And he gets paid millions of dollars to just train for boxing. He's going to win the fight. The size probably helped too. But like Paul was just a, was just a better boxer than Robinson. No question. I didn't even watch the fight. I know that. Um, So by that extension, you're right. Mayweather should beat Floyd. Here's the thing. I have rooted against Floyd Mayweather with every ounce of my being, every time he's, I rooted against him for, against De La Oya, um, you know, McGregor, that would have been fun if he won. Like, I, I, I always want McGregor, I mean, uh, Mayweather to lose. I just don't like him. I just don't, I just don't really like him that much. Um, and look, he's like, if you're a boxing purist, like, he's amazing to watch. I just, it doesn't do it for me. I just don't think he's a likable guy. So I don't root for him because I'm all about heart, very little about brain. Um, with that in mind, this will obviously be the first time that he loses. The fact that I have had my heart set on watching Floyd, Floyd Mayweather lose, and he's won every time, and now the one time where the person he's fighting is less likable than him, and I'm rooting for him, he will lose. I'm calling. He will fucking lose this fight. He will. He will like 
Kyle and O'Kremble of Dusa look old as shit. He's not going to train for it. You know, Jake Paul will throw. The, I, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I, I just, I hope to God it doesn't happen. I'm not going to be one of those guys who's like, I'm going to call it. Because if I call it, then I'll hope it happens. I don't, I want to make it clear. I don't want that. I want to be wrong. Like every, like the majority of predictions I make on this podcast, I want to be wrong. Unfortunately for me and the world, to be honest, I'm usually not wrong. Um, it, it doesn't make it fixed. It could be. Yeah. Who knows? Even, even if it's fixed, I would, I don't want Jake Paul to win. They're just, no. I don't care. No excuses. I care so little about whether Floyd Mayweather still has it. And so much about whether like pay as much money as you need to bribe to have Jake Paul take a dive. Like, I don't care. I don't care if it's a good boxing match. It's Jake Paul against Floyd Mayweather for Christ's sake. So you are not going there to watch boxing. Yeah. And it's sad. I can't tell if I like think it's a really sad state of affairs that like this is entertainment, you know, or it's like, yeah. Oh, we could be watching like two athletes, like at the peak of their, you know, yeah. Ability fight like would i rather watch two incredible boxers fight or floyd mayweather fight jake paul it's like one side of me is like no i don't want to watch that. the other side of me is like i get why i really want to watch that and why i probably will watch it or at least yeah. watch the highlights you know so that bums me out we probably talked about this last time no i mean i i do think it's kind of sad for boxing um and i'm not someone who's like a boxing expert but no, i do think neither. it's kind of sad that like the best you can do right now is like, obviously it's kind of cool that Tyson goes in and fights, right? Like you want to watch the, the great, but that's the fact that that's what we've got. I know it, the world is weird right now, but it's, and I don't know enough about boxing to know, I'm totally unqualified to talk about this, but I do think it's sad where it's like, you've got great fighters out there. Like, let's see those fighters fight. Like, I don't need to see these. I just feel like there've been so many kitschy, like, like, fights to make there be an underdog because of like the fact that it's just somebody who's not a fighter like it's mcgregor fighting across like sports or it's paul i, I don't give a shit really like if i like if i want to watch that then i'll watch rough and rowdy but i don't want to like the fact that we're talking about this is just like absurd it's sad i hope it stops once covid ends but i just don't i think that's just where we're at is like or we gotta ratchet it way up like i want to see Clooney yeah. fight pit yes you know? right. <laughs> go all in go yeah. exactly watch watch fallon fight kimmel like i right, would love exactly. that i just want to watch the schlub jennifer fight. aniston angelina jolie yeah you know, jonah like, hill see... michael Sarah. i want to <laughs> yes, see them go yes. ahead. yeah i just want to see like let's go full on apocalypse like dystopia let's right. just do it let's go black mirror but when it is then now, I'm cool. it's just yeah it just it sucks and I don't know. It's just like, I just find it really hard to believe that Paul doesn't look better just because he's fought people who aren't like, just cause like Robinson wasn't very good. Like, I wonder about McGregor. Cause it's like, McGregor, like Mayweather's got this boxing purity. He's so fucking fast. His jab is like legendarily quick and hard. His deep, he's a defensive guy. He's a yeah. defensive guy. So it's like, I don't know though. It's just, I don't, I don't fucking know. But he's 43. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's scientifically you do, you do lose a lot of reaction time. Yeah, you know? right, right. His game does not, it's not on his side. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's 50 and 0. Yeah, right. Like the guy's <laughs> never fucking lost and it's, but I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. So we'll, we'll fucking see. We had to talk about that. Next up, we got an In My Brain. We got, a, we, this episode's going to be two In My Brains, guys. You are in for a fucking treat. We found some old ass In My Brains in the archives. We decided why not send them out here. Uh, uh, this episode, episode 88. Uh, on our way to 100 let's get these in my brains out of the way first in my brain is something that is near and dear i feel very strongly about this nick we are discussing one parentheses one close parentheses 
of the easiest foods to make that tastes the worst, the worst when you fuck it up. Yeah. So the easiest food you can make that you can also completely ruin very easily. Yeah. Do you want my answer first? Yeah, go first. Scrambled eggs. Oh, interesting choice. Okay. Scrambled eggs. Not what I saw be, coming. Not what you saw coming? No. Well, I was going to, can I give you my backup one too? No. No, I'll just, let me stick on scrambled <laughs> eggs because it might be, because I'm feeling my backup one is yours. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it definitely is. So I'm glad. I, I just changed the last minute. I, I appreciate that. Better content. Scrambled eggs. And this, this is very personal preference for me, but okay. like, I think, and I think a lot of people would agree actually, but like good scrambled eggs are like heavenly good. Mm-hmm. Like a really fluffy, light, like, you know, buttery, you know, good scrambled egg the way you like it. Maybe I like mine a little bit wet, but not too wet, yeah. but is fire. I really, really hate the like overcooked, slice it through the cafeteria pan scrambled egg. I think that's like when you can bounce them, like, I think that's disgusting. Um, you might yeah. as well be like, I could just make a hard boiled egg at that point. Would you prefer or I'd rather bouncing have... or super wet? I think I prefer them super wet. Like used in, because used in and scrambled eggs were like wet as hell. Yeah. And I, if you recall, I did not eat a lot of used in scrambled <laughs> eggs. I did not eat a lot of used. I got breakfast special a lot in our college cafeteria used in because I, I you know, an over easy or uh, over medium egg is a little easier, uh, you know, for them not to completely shove down the gullet. To shove down the gullet and also for it not to be like, made in mass it's either way too underdone and these things are like running and falling off the plate or way too overdone where it's like it looks like a freaking piece of cake that they've like sliced out and put on your thing yeah at that point like i would so much rather yeah. have a dunkin donuts like pre-cooked circle yeah egg, you're like you know this looks I mean? like a quiche i know it's not yeah. a quiche like I, sure. it looks i know it's not a quiche <laughs> like you can't fool me yeah so i i think when you i personally really feel like scrambled eggs can get fucked up they're incredibly easy to make not even easy to fuck up i think they're kind of hard to fuck up but when you fuck them up, I think they're disgusting. What's your what's your style for making scrambled eggs? Like, what's your what's your process like? Oh, I whip them like crazy, I okay. beat them like crazy, and I add milk, salt, pepper beforehand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I cook them and then I pour milk all over them. No, <laughs> yeah, I pour some milk into the into the eggs. Well, I was more curious about the salt, and pepper. <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 I go. <laughs> Not <laughs> eating like a bowl of cereal. Like. Yeah. I make my scrambled eggs. I, I turn the heat off the pan. I, I immediately pour in a bunch of whole milk. You could call me a scrambled egg purist. I will only drink whole milk in my egg bowl. Yeah. I eat them like cereal with cinnamon sugar. Very easy to up. fuck up an egg if you're not dousing it in milk. <laughs> I think people fuck the milk because they're not making them my way, which is covered in milk after the fact. You've got no right to critique me. Oh man, that just makes me think of like, what if you just like serve someone like a bowl full of peeled hard boiled eggs floating in milk? How gross that would be. I mean, honestly, the sad thing is like, I feel like that would taste better than you think it would. Oh, it probably wouldn't be bad. Eggs and milk go great together. They're like, they're like the bedrock of everything that tastes good. (laughs) Dairy. (laughs) Eaten. And bold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I go salt and pepper into the raw egg milk mixture okay. Okay. and then put it in the pan, leave it. You start moving it around. Uh, gotta have butter in the pan. No olive oil. My, I grew up in a house that used a lot of olive oil when we should have been using butter because yeah. of cholesterol issues, which I understand. Uh, yeah, shout, shout out, out <laughs> shout out Lipitor. Now, now it's a little easier. Uh, but 
Yeah, butter. You got to have a bunch of butter in there. That's, then they're great. Yeah. That's pretty similar. I, I, I agree. Butter over olive oil is, a, is just a game changer. No, yeah. You don't even need that much butter. So like no. you can cook it at a much lower heat with butter too. And you can just, I like them a little wet. I do, I do, I don't add milk anymore. Uh -huh. I used to add milk. I don't add milk anymore. I beat, I beat them, I beat them decently. Uh, I honestly should beat them more, get them a little fluffier. But then I do, I just do a pinch of like, uh, like big grainy salt, like yeah, big yeah, grainy yeah. sea salt. salt, not like yeah, sea kosher salt, salt right at the yeah. end with a little bit of wet scrambled egg. It's delicious. Um, but I, I, I have to disagree. I, don't I wouldn't have put scrambled eggs on my list. I appreciate you changing it for content's sake. If that if that was what you did, yeah. Um, I'm I just I, say. I feel like you can't be picky about scrambled eggs if you like buffets. Like if you like buffets, you can't be like scrambled eggs. Like it's too easy to fuck them up because it's like you've eaten, you've eaten and been fine with at least like one out of two buffet scrambled eggs that you've had. I was going to go five out of 10. I simplified that for listeners out there. <laughs> what like, there's just, they don't exist. There's just no fucking scrambled egg that tastes good once it's been in a tray for very long. No. And it's just, it's uh, I think, I think of the buffet scrambled eggs in a similar way that you think of the Thanksgiving Turkey. They just, they're like, just the, the, the block. Where I'm like, they're I know I have to have this, but yeah. like, it's not necessarily what I'm excited about. I should all. have some protein. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, for yeah, for yeah. me, it's like 100% at breakfast buffet specifically. I'm a sausage links man. Like oh, links are it great. is all there. Links are dependable. Yeah. Yeah, it's all there to get me some maple sausage links and like yeah, yeah. I guess I'll have a couple bites of those scrambled eggs that like I'm not excited about by any means. I'll I'll scarf them down and it's really just for the for looks. So you know to mm. save face. So I don't sit down and someone's like you're just having breakfast meat and potatoes. Yeah. yeah, I know I should have some eggs. Too. I know we're we're going off topic here. Would you go and maybe you do you already did we already pose a question breakfast buffet versus dinner buffet? I think we have. Have I we? think we did? Yeah. Well, we okay. did the whole buffet ranking. Right. I think we what discussed we this a lot. What do we rank again? Uh, I don't know. Top buffets because we were sad buffets were leaving because of COVID. We definitely. And I think oh, we did rank there, them. But for me, but for me, it wasn't number one because I think I can't. I think it, you were talking about dinner. You were definitely talking about dinner because you were talking about crappy Italian. Crappy Italian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. We were, we were ranking the different, the different styles of buffet. Right. Right. It's all coming back guys. All right. It's been a long quarantine. Um, my pick for this is Nick, uh, give out a big scream. If, if yeah. you got it right, it is grilled cheese. No. Okay. I was close though. <laughs> I was going to say toast. <laughs> oh no, dude. I'll eat toast any way you make it. That's, Man, that's it's just my, bread. It's one of my, one of my favorite things about it is I just could eat any toast. Like if, if it's burnt to a crisp, I just do the thing where you just scrape it on the counter and you just end yeah. up with that cancerous stuff all over the place. I like toast. Oh, I grilled really... cheese. You're sub. You're subtweeting me for being bad at making grilled cheese. No, I wasn't going to say that at all. You're subtweeting I'm, me. I, <laughs> I'm going to ratio you. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> the ratio. <laughs> no, I'm. This is an old in my brain that I wrote after I got the worst grilled cheese sandwich I'd ever gotten. Oh, from yeah. a grocery store in Texas. I remember so vividly that I left work early. I went to this grocery store and I'm just going to tell the story because it is just, it was just like this mind boggling experience where I walked up. It's like a, it's like a, a grill in the middle of a grocery store. And like, I don't know, it's Texas is a place where I just assume like, if you've got a grill going, you probably know what you're doing. Like it's, it's a, it's a population. It's not Seattle. It's a population of people who like their food, who like their meat, who like their grilled cheeses. Like it's not a population that's uh, 
that's unfamiliar with fat. Right. And I remember asking, you know, I'd like, it was a four cheese grilled cheese. I remember asking, like, I just like the four cheese grilled cheese, please. And this guy was, a, was being an asshole about it. And he was like, what do you want on it? And I was like, just the, just the four cheeses, like the, the, it's in the name. Like he just said, we want the four cheeses. Fact, those he, are the only ingredients. And then he handed it off to this lady and she was like, all right, uh, how do you want me to make it? And I was like, uh, you just, it's a grilled cheese. Like you just grill it, just put the cheese on there, grill it. And she was like, okay, do I put, you think she was like, do I put it in the oven? I was like, you have a panini maker right there. Like just put it in the panini maker and just grill the shit. I like walked her through every step of her. She was like, should I flip it? Should I put it in foil? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, just, like, I don't know how you guys make the- do this at home. I don't, I don't know, know how you guys make the food here. Like it's, I could describe to you how I do it. Right, exactly at home. And I think eventually I saw that she was going the two open-faced ways <laughs> to then combine them into one. And I was just like, so my grandma made grilled cheeses and like they worked fine. You know, my grandma, she wouldn't even call it grilled cheese. I think she'd just call it like a cheese sandwich. And she would just like, I just remember it was with two styles of cheese, American, and then there was mozzarella. Like oh, that's that was, good. that's what we got. Yeah. Is, is good she, mix. Yeah, if she, you mix she was a American. simple, she had simple recipes, you know, she's a big oval team person. Um, but I remember taking this grilled they cheese just... home and it was, and it was just like, I, she, well, they put the sandwich together and they wrapped it and I just ate it. And it was like, there was no, there was a number of things. It was clear that like, it hadn't been hot enough at all. And so not only was the bread just like warm, but the cheese was just not melted. The cheese was just not melted. It was just, you could, you could look and identify every slice of cheese. And it wasn't like one slice wasn't, we've all had that. We tried to do it with shredded cheese and there was like an unmelted shred. Like that happens yeah. to the best of us. This was like, I was like provolone, cheddar, Swiss. Like I could go down the list and Cold point out the sandwich. list. And, and we talked about this, that the difference, there is no greater difference in food with the, with the smallest change between grilled cheese and cheese sandwich. They're just completely, they're just different worlds of existence. Like if you show up and you tell me you're eating a drunk grilled cheese, I'm like, cool, this person, I could trust them with anything. If yeah. You tell me you're eating a cheese sandwich. Like I- I'm like, uh, you're I seven, guess. you're seven I years just, old. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you don't know how to use the stove. That's the only yeah. explanation is you don't know you're how to use the very stove. very picky yet. eating seven-year-old. Like you have no, like you've got the crust off. You have no power. Like, can you not- I just you, want cheese. It's your, it's your only option to microwave the sandwich. Like there just is no reason in my mind to not eat, to not, to eat a cold cheese sandwich. It's just absurd. Um, <laughs> The other thing is that in terms of sandwiches, it's it's like it's so easy to fuck up because I feel like even if you do melt the cheese, honestly, melted cheese is up there. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me with your grilled cheese is, and this is I'm not a, a purist about grilled cheese by any means. You got to have a crunch. You got to have a crunch. That sandwich yeah. had neither, and it was just showed me like, oh my god, like this. I've never had a worse experience at any at any deli counter. In any place I've ever been, and I've eaten at like Subways in Ireland, you know, and like they, they did a better job with a cold cut than like this grocery store doing the grilled cheese, throw it in a pan. You don't look at it for 10 right. minutes. It's done. It's yeah, absurd. It was just like, the, I think it was that's also a great like, answer. She was like trying to spread the butter on the bread. Like it was cold butter and the bread wasn't toasted. I was, was there like, her first the day you think? What are you doing? I mean, honestly, I, 
it's crazy. Shows what a dark place I was in Texas that I never considered that. <laughs> you were just like, this is how they, they the never made only explanation ever. that the person hasn't made a grilled cheese. <laughs> just it's tough. But I guess even no first day isn't even a good enough excuse. If if you were ordering like a burger and they were working like a big grill and they didn't know how to do right. it, I'd be like, all right, first day grilled cheese is like truly anyone can make one i, I used really to fuck it up think, a lot i've learned to be better i still fuck it up sometimes right. but i think like knowing how to make it, i think you could put me i think you could put me on a desert island i'd be able to make a grilled cheese like if, if i can find a heat source it's not that hard it's yeah, really the, not hard a very it's, flat stone with a very hot sun you might be yeah. able to even make grilled cheese right but if you don't melt the cheese or there's it's just like a soggy sandwich it's like sorry you fucked it up big time yeah that's my answer well, I was close with toast. I really thought you were going to go toast because uh, similarly, you know, getting a very cold, moist piece of bread when you're expecting a nice warm piece of toast is a, is about as easy of a thing to make. Yeah. And But but no, grilled cheese is way better. Although it's I better was, than scrambled eggs. I, I like, I just, grilled cheese is just so near. And like it just, it, it, I just have never had something where I didn't eat it, where I just like, I'm throwing this. It's also, four, it's four different cheeses, not a light sandwich. I remember throwing the thing in the trash. It was like throwing a brick. It's like throwing a brick away. <laughs> I was just wasting That's really bricks bad. Um, but it, it, I think with toast, my thought with that, I, it's probably I'm spun. It's a cop out. I'm, I'm, no, it's not a cop out. I'm just influenced by my breakfast ordering decisions. If I were a pancake, like a strictly only pancake guy or like a coffee and toast guy, then maybe toast gets higher up there. I'm a versatile toast guy because I like, I like rye toast, which I think tastes pretty good anyway. You're going you're gonna to prepare it. It's not like you're eating white bread. Also, I'm a big corned beef hash guy. So when I get a nice toasty piece of toast, I like it. I like over, mm -hmm. I'm an eggs over easy guy from a diner. So I like having that structure, obviously. But if I get a, a little bit of a lesser toasted piece of bread, then I've got, it's a better sponge. You know, you're it's a better sponge yeah. No, you're right so about that. You make do. You make do. I make the most Remember, of it. I could. Just this is a breakfast memory, random <laughs> breakfast memory. My, yeah. uh, wasn't there a place down on Park Slope on 5th where there was like going to be a big pancake? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying that to remember the name of business, right? I think so. Well, they were they were the place that was well known. They did the gourmet Big Mac, right? And they had a pancake eating contest where you'd get a free T-shirt if you ate like eleven. And I was like, this is the easiest thing in the world. Like, yeah, we should have done. We should have did that. The issue was that they didn't open until noon. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was like there. It was very strange with like how their hours worked with the pancakes. Um. It was also during the time where I was working on weekends. So that was the issue we ran into is I was right. working at the coffee shop next to that place on Sundays, which I think is when they had the pancakes. It was like when they had the weekend brunch. I knew there was some ma major scheduling issue with it. Yeah. And I also so, remember forgetting the combo to my bike lock outside of that once with you. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. No, yeah. Dark days. <laughs> that just came to me. I was like, oh, 19. <laughs> I remember. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was a real moment where I thought you just weren't going to have to leave your bike there. Like, it's like your pin number. I mean, the advantage is like you can just keep trying forever. But every once in a while, I've said this in the pot, I'll just forget my pin. Oh, 100% me too. I could, I, it's not like I have many. I have a card I can't use right now because I forgot the pin. And I said it to someone's phone number. And it like didn't, I don't know what happened. Yeah. So no, I've done that too. Do? All right, look, uh, this sparked some great conversation. Good, yeah, good take. Kudos, kudos to you, Nick. Kudos uh, to you. We're moving on our next one. This is another oh, old one, another in my brain. Um, yeah, please give me kudos on my strawberry. That's what I'm going. I, I honestly noticed you hadn't done it. Oh, yet. you you crushed it. You had a good run today. Um, not you're brain, flying. Follow me on Strava. 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 Strava is all I have to look forward to anymore. 
Strava's I gotta get gotta, out there. You are crushing Strava it. Strava eats first. It's because I don't have anything to live for, Nick. So I have to run every day or else I get sad. You're fit. I'm trying. Yeah, you uh, love the cold, so that's good to get out there. I do love the cold. I do love the cold. Although, Lori, uh, you know, they, they closed the one lake trail access that was like integral to my old running route. So I've had to experiment yeah. with new running routes. That's not a bad thing. Explore yeah, some more. The lake trail is still open, though. So it's like, could be worse. I'll be yeah. in real trouble when they shut that thing down. Of much less access to water, just in case I decide to wade into it one day. Swim no, don't Michigan. do it. <laughs> Swim into it. No, I'm I, I'm going to try to make it to Michigan first. Okay. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not a death thing. It's more of a it's, it's endurance it's a, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a test. Yeah. Uh, I ran 13 miles, so I'm going to swim 200 miles to Michigan. It's the next. That's fair. It's you're going to do it. It's a logical. It's every step we get a little bit higher. This is already my brand of the week. We are ranking most dangerous playground equipment. Um, I don't know where this one came from, guys. It was in the archives. I figured we could talk about it today. Most dangerous playground equipment we're talking. We're doing our three top ones. Um, let's do this uh, draft style. Okay. So let's go. You do one, I do one, you do one, I do one, you do do I do one, and then if you take mine, I've got to come up with a new one. Oh shit! Okay, because I, I okay. well, that's fair. My draft board is very specific. Before I make my first pick, unless you want the first pick. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm and gonna... I'm going in order. I'm going to go mine in order of, uh, or should I pick the one that I think is the most dangerous first? Because I want to. I need to say it. Oh, first. Oh, fuck. Mm. Then I don't like this way. Shit. Maybe we should make it a competition. I think we should just go one for one. Okay. I say my one. number three, you say your number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. I like that. I, I made my list by uh, through a set of memories mm-hmm. about my time on a, the elementary school playground, of which getting kicked in the nuts was a really big part of my life. And I think all of our lives. I, do you, did you have this you. similar thing as well that, like, for whatever reason, just like people were just like knocking each other in the nuts left and right? Both I on did, purpose. I did not have that at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think I got hit in the nuts it. until like crazy late in life. <laughs> uh, I think it was like someone figured it out, and then also like I have memories of like accidentally getting hit in the nuts on playgrounds a lot by like someone's flying foot. I went to private like, school for like the those years, you know. I went to private school for first or fourth rides, grade, essentially. But but we did <laughs> have a kind of we did have kind of a crazy jungle gym. You guys have Chappaquad is like. Chappaqua bears more resemblance to any high school TV show than any yes. other place I've ever heard about. Yes, like it is, it's quintessentially to be, to be stere- like stereotypically like the way, yeah, yeah. So in that case, on TV. It, it makes perfect sense that you guys were kicking each other in the nuts on yeah. the playgrounds. So, so with that, I'll say my number three most dangerous is the monkey bars, mm. of which there are many ways. Yeah, hanging. The one where you hang and you go because... Well, hey, I was wondering if you were hanging and they were kicking the ball. No, actually, were... I didn't even think about that. The only thing I wrote about hanging was that I remember it hurting my armpits a lot of the time. And yeah. but mostly I remember people swinging on them and kicking. And then I also remember people... This wasn't me because I wasn't this brave, but like people would stand on them. Do you remember? Like you could stand on top, on top if you were on really, top. really bold. Yeah. And the idea of, of slipping and falling and... and uh, hitting your nuts in between there was 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 always really frightening to me i never saw anyone do that for the record i definitely saw people swinging and legs getting you know kicked into nuts but uh i had that thought and, and, and you know there's a lot of crashing into each other there's a lot of jumping off and, and limbs flying around and for that i think monkey bars is not only a a really good way for someone to twist an ankle but be also a, a, a plethora of, of ways to either kick someone in the nuts or have your nuts exposed for the kicking yeah they're right at eye level yeah, not good. Not good from just my adulthood now. It's just a lot of people are way lower than I am, and it makes for good punching leverage. 
Um, I, I mean, monkey bars are a good choice. They're funny. The monkey bars are funny because it just is like monkey bars is one of those things where you're like, wow, some kids have these muscles and like some kids just don't have these muscles yet. Yeah. Where you're like, I couldn't do the monkey bars for years, like yeah. just years. They were just years where I was like, this is just a forbidden piece of exercise equipment for me. Like I just can't, can't make it all the way across. Fun I'm fact. probably back to that now. <laughs> there was a girl who I grew up with who was like a very good gymnast at a young age. Yeah. Like I think was like competitive for a while, but then you know, with gymnastics, like you age out at like age 12, you're like, ah, oh, she's not. Did she win the Olympics? Over. No. So I think okay, she so aged she out around good. like 12 yeah. or 13, but in gym class in elementary school, she did like 50 pull-ups one day. She did so many pull-ups that the gym teacher cut her off. He was like, you have, this has to stop. I do remember that there were some kids who do like 20. Yeah. 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 I remember, well, I just remember that with the, we did the mile test and I ran like a, I am not kidding. I ran under a seven minute mile in second grade. No way. Yeah. I ran under a seven minute mile. I might have run a 715 mile, but that really fast. Yeah. No, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I don't, I can't explain it, but it kind of makes sense. You're like, well, all right. I was 510 in second grade. (laughs) I was five, six. I was like five, five, maybe. I don't remember how tall I was in second grade. Like a Benjamin Button kid. (laughs) (laughs) Just super skinny like just all long legs, like it kind of adds up a lot of and zero weight. So I don't know, but I just remember after getting to high school and being like, how the fuck did I do that? Like, it just makes zero sense. My number three is going to be based off personal experience. There's one in my head that I, that I think you'll probably cover, but I could be wrong. I just didn't really have any dangerous experiences with it. Um, my number three is going to be based, a couple of these are based on the fact that I went to a lot of playgrounds with my dad. Um, and this number three is the swings and it's because mm. my dad would, he'd get my brother and I in the swing and he would try to f- do the thing where he flipped us over where he hit us so hard. The swing would go over. Yeah. And a number of times we would just end up straight in the air and fall down like on our heads. Like we were just like bouncing little kids who like had necks that wouldn't break, but I, it might happen with my brother all the fucking time. The swings is just top of the line for me where he would just, I remember so vividly, he'd like, sometimes he'd get you over a lot of times dad would not get you over and like the, the swings he that were trying to like, get you all the way around, like a loop, yeah, a 360, a little full and loop. Sometimes just, that would happen. Yeah. He, every once in a while, he'd get you all the way over. And that that's was awesome. insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was insane. He had a head injury. <laughs> he also just like, he must've had to hit you guys. So we did, this was so like, fast. this was like, I mean, my, one of my other dangerous ones is another great example. This is this like, this was like my dad post first divorce or only divorce where we would just like go to him and have fun. And like, there were just no rules. Like there were just no rule. We go to playgrounds. He'd flip us over. Like, I think he was, a, you know, on one hand, he'd been a paramedic. So like he'd seen dead kids all the time. Right. Like, on the other hand, it seemed like he was pretty confident that we weren't going to break. We played dodgeball in his apartment. Like, it was just lawless. I mean, it was just lawless. Yeah, I guess he knew if someone went wrong, he'd be able to take care of you. Right. He was like, I'm an ER doc. <laughs> like, right. Was, yeah. Spoiler alert, something went wrong. Uh, what's your next one? Well, my next one was swings as well, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot because Whoa. I'm going to try not to, uh, and I'm going to take my number one, I'm going to ratchet number two, and I'm going to explain my number one because it's very strange. But okay. uh, number two now would then be the seesaw in terms oh, okay. of uh, danger yeah. to the nuts. It's not even comfortable to sit on. Yeah. No seesaw is ever comfortable. It's right up in your groin, right on the testes. Uh, it's a plank. It's just a plank. And even the ones with the seats are very metal and not fun. Yeah. A, it's not a fun uh, thing to play on at all. It never <laughs> yeah. was. So it was. It would only be used as a 
you know, something to slam up and down as fast as you can, or like see if you can right. shoot someone you, off. You of have it. to escalate it to have fun. Yeah, is that one thousand percent? Like, I don't even think in kindergarten we were out there and someone was like, "You want to go on the seesaw?" I think it was like, "You want to put your head yeah, under here like, and hey, see that's, if you get like fuck human." Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely it for seesaw. Like, there's, I'm not sure anyone's ever had fun on a seesaw. Seesaw is funny because it's it's one of those things that it's such a simple concept. It's just physics. It's legitimately just science. Yeah, it's a simple and machine. People fuck it up all the time. They just yeah. fuck it up all the time. It's like I can't think of something else where it's just like you know what happens. Like you know what ha- it's a very simple concept. It's and impossible someone, to get off too. Well, that's the thing. People cannot remember, cannot realize how to get it off. It's not yeah. hard. You get off at the same time when you're at the same level. But people, there's always someone no, who just gets off for the other guy. They fly, yeah. up, fly down. Fly down. I'm sorry. Hit their, gets, land on their ass and the bottom. It's like crunch it's, their nuts. Nuts. It, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. So Seesaw is mine. What's your, what's your number two? Number two for me is going to be uh, those horses. The horses. Um, oh, yeah, it's a great yeah, one. Yeah, the horses. Horses are tough. This is specific for, for top-heavy kids. Um, <laughs> That's good radio. The horses. The horses. <laughs> the horses. I'm doing a flopping back and forth. They're on a spring. They're on a big yeah, coil. They're in a, they're in a spring, and they're, they're bad for top-heavy kids because you just get these kids that are just going back and forth, just spazzing out. And they're, they're so flexible and so top-heavy that these are just – these are – concussions waiting to happen you i've seen so many kids just slam their faces against the ground or slam the back of their heads against the ground and just for sure get knocked out going to concussion protocol like it just kids don't you can't have things that vary like their performance varies that much off of someone's weight like yeah. i can't think of anything else except for that one thing and it, it it like and seesaws kind of well but seesaws are dangerous we already they're number two as well they're very anything, dangerous they need to be like monkey bars like it, it the kids will be worse at them if they're not fat or if they are fat, but you can't have things that are just like, yeah, if you put like a 20 pound kid on there, <laughs> I don't know how many children are 20 pounds. <laughs> you are, no, you are a really second grader who was 5'10", who I'm had really, a six minute mile. I clearly, and then other I cannot, 20 pounds. <laughs> I'm realizing through this and I've known this, I cannot, like if you were to ask me like what weight a kid is at a certain age or what height a kid is supposed to be at a certain age, I will have zero concept before eighth grade, like zero. I have no idea yeah. how tall you are when you're four, how tall you are. Like you go from being 13 inch or how big are people <laughs> they're born? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to 13 pounds. I know you go from 13 pounds, but like what happens between 13 pounds and 13 inches? To... <laughs> I was 24 inches. I was a two foot baby. That's huge. Yeah, it's a giant baby. I looked like an old. My mom would always tell me I looked like an. I looked. I had a full head of hair, but How I now realize I just looked like an old man. I think I weighed thirteen pounds. That's pretty big. You're a big guy. It makes sense. Yeah. That Have you always been big? big? You mean fat? Like, were you no? Like, were you always like one of? The I was always. Kids? I was always as tall as the grade above me. Okay, got it. Yeah, and then I and then I hit six then growth spurts. Right, and then you had the growth spurt. For me, I was like, I was always like, you know, I think very average until I had a growth spurt. Yeah. I'm yeah. Chubby. So I, I, I was certainly chubby. I mean, look, dude, you're not chubby anymore. It's endearing. It'll come back. It made you funnier. When I was chubby. <laughs> yeah. No, the fact that you were chubby, it like adds to your personality. Oh, for sure. For you sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, those, the, the horse ones, Phys- I didn't think physical, of. Physical good. traits equal personality. If you yeah. Know. Equal personality for us. Um, no, I just, it just, you shouldn't have playground equipment like that where it just is, 
the performance, it can be a safe thing for some people and an unsafe thing for other people. You could argue that's anything. I would argue it's a playground. It's it's for children. It's like, yeah. it's not the slide. Like, let's leave it at slides. Why not? Slides didn't make one? it on my list. Maybe slides no, make it on They're not that dangerous. They're not that dangerous. My number one was this specific thing now that I'm thinking of. I wasn't going to go on it because it's so specific and I said describe it. We had this uh, in elementary school. It, I think it got taken down when we were in fifth grade, people were upset. It was called the big toy. I just remember what it was called. It was called the big toy. It was Is a the brand. I think so. Hold on. The, the big, big toy. toy. Playground. Jungle gym playground is probably. I think it was called the big toy. Early works and commercial playground equipment. Is it the it Superdome? Was this, it was a big wooden like play place. And in the middle of it was a, you know, like, was, like a I box. Remember, was it a box no no it was like a big like wooden lattice thing but it had all sorts of, like you know there's a slide on it and there was junk there was monkey bars okay. that came off of it it was like it was like one big play it was like a play apparatus yeah yeah, yeah. but it was, it was huge it was like okay. it was our playground it was called the yeah. big toy and i think it's called the big toy it was like a jungle gym basically yeah it was the, our jungle gym was called that and okay. it was like the base structure right the middle of it was essentially a half pipe or a valley made of tires, ideally oh. for kids to like, you know, lounge on and climb up. And of course it was just like pure chaos of people jumping from one side to the other. Cause if they fell, they would hit the tires. It wouldn't be so bad. Right. Except Were there that, holes in the tires? Yes. So How many kids, kids broke their ankles? Yeah, many, 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 which is why they took it down. And I have a very distinct memory of trying to jump across and kicking some girl in the face <laughs> as she tried to run across the bottom, Emily Cress. Uh, who's sorry Emily. I met her she's awesome yeah. um they kicked <laughs> her right in the face and for me I mean they took it down like I think within the next three years but that's for sure anything that a kid can go airborne from like and they are yeah. more than a few feet off the ground is not something kids should be on anything that encourages a kid to jump across a place where someone else could be standing is yeah. not smart <laughs> Yeah, I really want to make find That's out. That's so of this funny. Thing. That's insane. They really, I feel like the '90s were a real sweet spot for like we know how to build these cool things and we want kids to have fun. Like I think yeah. it was like kids should have fun childhoods. Like they should be out there, and like I think feel like the difference is like back in the day, like kids would just were they weren't on playgrounds. They were in like streams and shit, drowning. Like you yeah. know they were just like doing their own crazy shit, their own dangerous shit, their own way. You know, they'd be like climbing dams or like running on railroad tracks, racing trains and stuff. But yeah. like 90s were like, well, if you put these kids in the playground, they'll be safe. We just have no concept of like what children will do when granted a jumping area with a bunch of tires. Yeah. I'm going to send you a picture of what it kind of looked like. Okay. Don't let me hold you back on that. What, what's your number one? My number one is, again, something that I have vivid memories of with my dad. It was at a playground. I've seen it at several playgrounds, but I have a specific memory of one in Chicago because I remember seeing the skyline as I held the, my teeth in my hand. But basically, it was one of those things where it was like the spinning log. <laughs> where you, really, just, you, went <laughs> you would just get up on it and just run as fast as you can. It was just a spinning log. Like, it was no safety apparatus there was no nothing there was like maybe one thing to hold like one bar to hold on the side but you would just run with the thing spinning and it was graded it had grates on it and so like of course what happened is i tried to run on it with my dad and he was like egging me on and i fucking ate shit and just smashed my teeth into the grating of the log and like chipped four teeth it was holding it in my hand like fortunately they were little baby teeth 
but it it was i just remember vividly like looking at skyline chicago and my dad being like oh my god like this is bad <laughs> like this is bad <laughs> and i just can't believe that that was something that was on playgrounds like i wouldn't go on a spinning log now like that's, break my like, that's straight up something from wipeout yeah there's no there's nothing else there's just like it's also not a soft material it's not like it's made of like padding it's just a it's like a hard plastic graded spinning thing that is like built there's no i don't understand how someone gets on that and doesn't get hurt i don't understand it that's so far and away my number one that's a great one also a huge one for landing on your nuts <laughs> also it's like part of a place like there's wood like you could fall in i just like there's so many ways i could go wrong you fall on it you could fall and hit your head on something like you just look at your shoulder it's just like yeah are they just banking on the facts that like kids like if you put if you put adults on a playground with the same mentality as kids do you think the adults would get hurt more like do you think what we've made up for I, with, like, I, motor I really control do yes. and like and like like a motor control and arguably strength or coordination is like counter like do you think that doesn't pay off against just being kids who can just bounce up after like, i think i don't think like, it pays off i just think about like it the way we are like yeah sure i have some 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 level of strength and body control but also i am so much more fragile yeah where like i think you're a kid you just like hit the ground you're like man and jump up and you're fine you know yeah where it's like oh you land a little funny like that's gonna hit you for the next week right you know what do you what yeah. do you think no I, I i think you're right like i just think i think if you were to like yeah. when something went wrong it would be bad <laughs> yeah if you were, if you were like kid. run full speed around this someone's pulling a hamstring like someone is gonna fall and like someone like skidding out on the wood chips and eating it as an adult is so much more oh it's so it's thing. like skiing it's like you yeah. fall way more as a kid but when you fall as an adult you're like when you hit a tree as an adult you're like not getting up no yeah, no, I, I think it's. I think it would be astronomically worse. Yeah, that's tough. Nick, that was a great episode. We talked about. Uh, I can't even remember. Any. We talked about Floyd Mayweather. Talked right about now. food. We talked about food. You know, we talked about. Uh, you know, Our food you fuck up. We talked about childhood. It was a big childhood episode. So we hope you guys liked it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was episode eighty-eight. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I think we're gonna be off next week. Was what I was gonna say. I think we're off next week because I'm doing a little bit of driving um and then you got to do some quarantining but i our goal is going to be to come back week after after this one so around the 20th with an, a romance episode to take us into the holidays because we, we we the holidays deserve to be romantic let's bring let's make them romantic again um, we got to uh start Hannah. The, yeah. the countdown to 100 also soon yes i was gonna say we should do like a top episodes of 2020 i think we had some good episodes this year so it was I think so do too. Like a countdown of top 20 so maybe starting December 20th, we'll also start doing that little countdown. Love um, it. Keep you guys engaged. We'll put out some videos in the meantime while we have this off week. Uh, we love you guys for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Shout out to all of our sponsor cities, especially all of those in Bosnia. We love you very much. Nick, episode 88. Here's a podcast. You're happy now. Are you happy now? No. Keegan, are you happy now? No. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Zoom Shit. cut you out for yelling so loud. Start from the top. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> <laughs>